Super Talk Mississippi media production. Did you know Toyota Brookhaven has sold more new vehicles the last two years than any other dealership in southwest Mississippi? Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. You're listening to the Rebel Report Podcast, where it's all Ole Miss all the time. Here's your host, Michael Borky. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky on Christmas morning because uh, recruiting news and portal news obviously never sleeps. I hope all of you have a happy and safe and merry Christmas, and I appreciate you being here and listening to the podcast as you do. Spent the week off, took a few days off of work, was in South Carolina with my folks, but I'm back and it is, uh, it's Peach Bowl week now officially because it's Monday, it is Peach Bowl week, more portal stuff is going to happen, but there's a lot to talk about, including basketball and other things as this week goes on. I will make up for lost time. We're going to do an episode every single day this week as we lead up to the Peach Bowl because I owe you. Haven't even talked about signing day yet, we'll get to that as well later on this week and, and all kinds of stuff with you. So appreciate you guys uh, still being here despite the long break that I took. And I appreciate you guys being here. If you are listening on Christmas Day, thank you and Merry Christmas. And whenever you're listening to this, I appreciate you. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already for listening on the website. Uh, pull out your phone, your favorite podcast app, subscribe, leave a rating and a review. As I said, my name is Michael Borky. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky, B O R K E Y. B O R K E Y. Find me there on social media. Let's start with, obviously, the story of the day, why you're here. Uh, recorded some thoughts, some quick thoughts on Walter Nolan, the, uh, the the guy that everybody's been waiting on to commit to Ole Miss, did just that yesterday on Christmas Eve as I was driving home from South Carolina. And uh, so here are some thoughts on uh, Walter Nolan's commitment to Ole Miss, and we'll come back on the other side, and I've got a big-picture thought uh, to carry you through uh, your... Your Christmas Day. So here it is. Walter Nolan commits to Ole Miss. Some thoughts from me on that right now. That So Walter Nolan, the number one player in the transfer portal. Not number one defensive lineman. Well, he is that as well. But the number one overall player in the transfer portal, the Texas A&M transfer, is off to Ole Miss. He made that announcement on Christmas Eve. So I guess he was in the giving spirit as well. So let's talk about it here uh, for a few minutes. I appreciate you guys being here, checking the channel out. If uh, you've missed the live streams, don't worry. They will come back on Tuesday. We'll see you Tuesday, the 27th, and uh, we'll get back to the regular schedule after a Christmas holiday. But anyway, Walter Nolan is a huge get for Ole Miss for a lot of reasons, obviously. But most importantly, there aren't really many players like Walter Nolan available almost ever. I mean, in high school recruiting and portal recruiting, he is projected to be now, you know, it's a full season away, but he's projected to be in some cases a top 10 pick in the 2025 NFL draft as a defensive lineman with his physical ability and his projection. He's just rare. There's not many guys like him that are out there. And when there is a guy like him out there, everybody wants a player like that. So they're rare. And when they're available, all of college football wants a player like him. So for Ole Miss to get a guy like that is just incredibly massive because of the rarity of a guy like Walter Nolan. But also, 
He and a guy like him, and if you've listened to me before, if you listen to the radio show, I've said this a hundred times, but it bears repeating. This is the exact kind of player that the Ole Miss defense was missing in 2023. This was a good Ole Miss team, but they were still flawed in some areas. And this was a good defensive line for the most part. It, it had a good rotation. It was highly productive with sacks and tackles for loss. They had a lot of really solid players on this defensive line. There's a couple of them that are returning to Ole Miss, like Pegues and Ivy, that I think are going to be on NFL rosters come 2025. But they didn't have a high-end guy, an elite-level, first-round caliber guy like Walter Nolan. And then also Uman Mielin, who we've talked about before, the, the Florida transfer. The, the defense was solid. The rotation was good. You had a lot of productive role players, but you didn't have somebody that opposing offenses feared. And now you've got somebody on the boat that opposing offenses will fear out of your defense. That was kind of the missing piece from this Ole Miss team last year was dominance in the trenches. They had solid. They had, in, in a few cases, objectively very good, but they didn't have dominant. And that's the kind of player that Walter Nolan can be. And for good measure, that's the kind of player that uh, Oman Mielin can be as well. Again, the edge from Florida. But we're talking about Nolan today. He was kind of the missing piece on this defense. And so now when you add him to a rotation of the aforementioned Oman Mielin and returning J.J. Pegues and Jared Ivey and now Barron from Tennessee and, and the guys returning from that really solid defense, you've got a rotation paired with the high-end players that you didn't have a year ago that could lead to have – lead to Ole Miss having a dominant defensive line, which is just simply not something that they had a year ago. It was productive, but it wasn't dominant. And if you're going to win a championship, which is clearly what they are chasing at the moment, you need dominant. And Walter Nolan can be, and it is, dominant. And that is a huge pickup there. But also, so that that's like the football perspective, right? Like he will help the football team. He's a dominant player, can be a dominant player for sure, has the physical attributes that just don't really grow on trees and they don't come around very often. But also for the Ole Miss program as a whole, the, the kind of message that this sends, you won a recruiting battle for the number one play, portal player in the country at a highly, highly coveted position that literally everybody wants. Everybody in college football wants Walter Nolan on their team, even Texas A&M, despite some of the uh, stuff going around on social media. That's just salt more than anything else. But everybody wants a player like Walter Nolan on their team. And he hits the portal, and you win that battle. And regardless of why you won that battle, it's this goofy thing that's happening now uh, in this discourse around the portal is, well, they, they paid the most. That's all it is. Okay. You do what you have to do to win with the cards that you are dealt. And in the NIL era and the portal NIL era, how do you get players? Do you have to get, offer them the biggest salary? Okay. Understandably. So it's not dissimilar to the NFL. It's not dissimilar to real life. When you've got an accounting graduate that they, they get offered from the big, uh, big four firms and they're all good places to work, but which one are you going to choose? Probably the one that gives you the most benefits. I don't know that the bemoaning of, how Ole Miss has acquired some of these players is a little bit goofy, in my opinion. All they're doing is playing the game as it's been laid out in front of them. Do you have to pay players to win in college football today? Yes. So why is that some kind of a, a negative? Oh, you only paid them. Well, good. That's what you're supposed to do. If that's what it takes to get a player like Walter Nolan, that's exactly what you should do to get a player like Walter Nolan. But 
it's not just about money. And uh, there are some people that say that these players are only going to the highest bidder. And yes, there's negotiating and there's salary offers, which is what they are. NIL salary offers. But you still have to be a program that is winning, right? It's Dylan Gabriel, for example, the quarterback wasn't going to go to Rutgers if Rutgers offered him 20000 more dollars than Oregon. These high-level players are wanting to go to places that win football or that will win and will help them get to the next level and will help their branding because that is a uh, a thing now. So for Ole Miss, even if they were the highest bidder, if Ole Miss wasn't a place that that was a if it wasn't attractive, if it wasn't winning, if it wasn't set up to have a really really good 2024. If it didn't have all of those things, then Walter Nolan wouldn't have considered Ole Miss at all. So it's not just money. Too many people are so focused on, well, it's only about the money. The money's a major, major factor, but you still have to do everything else well as well. Or a guy like Walter Nolan would have just gone to Georgia because Georgia was in the game as well as Oregon and, and others. So if Ole Miss wasn't, at least in Walter Nolan's eyes, a place that he can go and win and play at the highest level, compete for a championship, and get ready for the NFL. He wouldn't have gone to Ole Miss even uh, having a, a $10,000 larger offer or whatever you want to call it. So this tells you that Ole Miss financially is in the game among the big boys in college football. That That is clearly what their portal class is telling you. But it also is telling you that even – Though they have the money, they also are able to sell the rest of it because everybody else has money too. Oregon has money. Georgia has money. Texas A&M has money. Alabama has money. LSU has money. All these programs do. And all of these programs are offering money to players. And it's all kind of similar. And so what do you do to separate yourself? Ole Miss clearly has been able to do just that. So Walter Nolan, off to Ole Miss, a huge, huge Christmas Eve pickup for Lane Kiffin and Pete Golding. They are uh, creating a portal hall that is almost hard to fathom on the defensive side of the ball. Before we continue, I want to remind you that the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. Check them out online, absms.com. That's the website, Advantage Business Systems. If your business is located anywhere in Mississippi and you're in the market for office technology, anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage, data security, IT projects, phone systems, whatever it is, if it's tech, if it's in the office and your Mississippi business needs it, check them out online, absms.com. Advantage Business Systems has you covered. Tell them I sent you. You'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. Podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. you got 16 locations scattered across the state of Mississippi, so there's likely one in your backyard, like there's one in my backyard, that make you their priority with their online banking platform. I know all banks have online banking platforms, but my previous bank, I needed multiple apps to do everything I wanted to do with uh, my money. Now, with Priority One Bank, it's a one-stop shop. All I need is an internet connection, and I can do everything I want to do managing my money. They also have local loan servicing and decision-making, so you don't need to pop on Zoom or talk to somebody out of state if you want a loan or want that loan serviced uh, and more. It's somebody that you'll get to sit down with face-to-face as opposed to somebody through your computer screen. That's Priority One Bank. They make you their priority. So yeah, they are putting a portal class, a defensive portal class together that is almost hard to fathom. They got the number one overall player, Walter Nolan, on the defensive line. They got the number one overall edge rusher in Prince Lee, 
Umen Mielin, they got the number two overall edge player. And Tyler Barron from Tennessee, they got the now number three linebacker, Chris Paul. He was number one at the time. Chris Paul Jr. from Arkansas. They got the number three, well, excuse me, that's wide receiver. Let's put that aside because I just mentioned defense. But for what it's worth, they got the number three overall wide receiver as well. And then DeCamerian Richardson from Mississippi State, the number five overall defensive back. And that's not even all of the guys they've gotten so far. Don't forget about, you know, they got a transfer from Indiana who's got 85 tackles this year at safety. I mean, it is a portal hall. That is, uh, it's extremely impressive. And what you're getting now, though, is what I want to end this conversation uh, with you with. Uh, as we go into the week, we'll talk about all kinds of stuff, uh, including more portal recruiting and what this means for Ole Miss long term. But for now, I just want to keep this about Nolan and also this thought right here. So you've seen, I imagine that you've seen the the discourse, mentioned it a second ago, but people talking about, well, who's bankrolling Ole Miss's NIL? How are they able to do this? And then you've got the absolutely insane rumor about taking out loans to pay these players. I I mean, I I really wish that I didn't realize how stupid people were until that gets perpetuated and asked about as if it's possible that a bank would actually give out loans to an NIL collective who literally, their business model is to lose money? I mean, anyway, their their business model is we take money from people and give them to college football players, and then people give us more money, and then we give them to college football players. There is not a bank in the world that would give a loan to an NIL collective to pay college football players like that. I mean, it's so unfathomably stupid that people are actually thinking that that is a real thing that is happening, but yet you have that out there. But there are so many people, national college football guys, local college football guys, talking about, well, how is Ole Miss doing this? And, oh, they got to be taking out loans, or this is... And I don't know... Where it comes from, for sure, I have a guess that it's some kind of, like, state prejudice. I mean, people like Wes Rucker think that the state of Tennessee is just like this goldmine of amazing everything. And then the state of Mississippi is just a pit of despair, and there's nothing good that ever happens here. And why would you ever want to live in Mississippi and all that stupid BS that people like him spew? But you see that so often, and it's like, how on earth? Can you, a person that follows or covers college football, not come to the ability to wrap your mind around the idea that a major Southern university with like 27,000 students that has a medical school, a law school, one of the best accounting schools in the country, an engineering school, and a business school would have wealthy alumni willing to pay for college football players? Like, why is that something that people have such a hard time wrapping their mind around? How is Ole Miss doing that? Because they, Ole Miss fans, really, really care about football, and they see an opportunity to level the playing field, and so they're choosing to do so? Like, like why is that so hard to wrap your mind around? Well, but Mississippi's not a very rich state. Well, no, you're right. It's not. Economically, Mississippi certainly has its challenges, but people say that as if, Ole Miss alums only exist in Mississippi, which, by the way, there are very 
good and successful and wealthy people that are scattered all over the state, too. So, again, it's a remarkably stupid and ignorant thing for people to say. But, like, Ole Miss has a, ma- a major alumni base in Dallas and Nashville and New Orleans and Atlanta. And, uh, hell, you should see the Ole Miss meetups in New York City. So you have a medical school, a law school, an accounting school, an engineering school, and a business school with alumni scattered all over the country highly motivated to win football games paired with a collective that is incredibly organized and and the institution is pulling all in the same direction, why is it hard for you to wrap your mind around those people having success getting football players to come to their place? I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, no, I do get it. It's, It's ignorance is what it is. But the fact that you can cover college football and still not understand how Ole Miss is having success in the transfer portal is... It's just stupid. It's mindless. And so, you know, you're going to see it. Don't even waste your time with it because clearly the players don't, forgive my language, earmuffs kids, the players don't give a shit about that. They don't care about history. They don't care about Tim Tebow's Heisman at Florida. Florida's a disaster right now, an absolute disaster. All their best players are leaving. Their collective embarrassed itself with the Rashada deal. And frankly... Florida might be propped up by a couple of really good hires they made and not the program itself. Anyway, uh, so let people still think that Florida should be a destination and not Ole Miss because something happened 20 years ago. Let, let them think that. Clearly, the players don't care. Walter Nolan doesn't care. Princely Uman Mielin doesn't care. Uh, th- that is changing, and people like a West Rucker or whoever are just unable to catch up with the times. And that's okay. Let them wallow in their ignorance and just continue to get players and win football games. So, Walter Nolan going to Ole Miss. Massive, massive, massive pickup. We'll spend the week talking about the Peach Bowl. Really exciting game upcoming. And, uh, I mean, I'm telling you guys, Penn State's defense is really, really, really good. And so this will be a really big challenge for Ole Miss. Even with the opt-outs, Penn State's defense is still really good. There's talent all over the field on, uh, on that side of the ball. So looking forward to talking about that more with you. In the meantime, have a Merry Christmas, and I'll see you guys on the next one. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.